Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra. Welcome back to the Tech Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Guerra. In the mid-90s, I had lots of soul-searching that I needed to do. I was working in a dead-end administrative job, clerical work as some would call it. Frustrated with my career and my life, I wanted something more, but just couldn't put my finger on it. Not sure if you know this, but in the early 90s, computer work was on the ramp-up. Technical schools were popping up everywhere, and it seemed everyone wanted to learn computer work because it was unique and companies were starting to need positions that could manage this kind of work. Yes, most colleges didn't have the type of full curriculum studies at the time that could easily give a student this type of education, at least not yet. I was very intrigued by the idea of working on computers. Most clerical work I did involved doing data entry on a computer or creating letters to be mailed out. This was way before email was a constant in the world of work. Most of my free time that I had on my job was spent learning everything I could about different programs or troubleshooting why my machine wasn't working. Okay, so you caught me there. My inner geek was coming to the surface, but I was excited to learn whatever I could. Now keep in mind that the internet was not a thing yet. I didn't have YouTube or Google to search for information on the World Wide Web. I had to rely on my instincts and knowledge that I got from tech guys that would come into the office to fix machines that weren't working properly. It was then that I decided to enroll in a technical school to learn what I needed to know to manage computer systems. I was going to be a network administrator. At least that is what the school called this curriculum. I was going to manage all aspects of computers and their operating systems. After completing the two years at the technical school, I started working various contract jobs. In those days, you had to get some of the job skills under your belt before you could ever really be considered a guru of managing networks. I also needed the experience so that when I decided to take my certification tests, I would be more knowledgeable about all networking systems in general, and it would help me ace the tests. Some of my contract work ranged from being a help desk technician, meaning answering the phones of users that had issues on their computers, to setting up computers for users when they started working at the company. Every contract job I took, I kept learning all about computers and how companies were going to start using them. After working for several years as a contractor, I eventually realized that I needed to find a full-time gig where I could really grow my career. I took several Microsoft certification tests to show that my skill was real and that I really understood all the mechanics of a network. Apparently that was all that the employers wanted to see if you had taken a test and passed, giving them proof that you do understand what you were doing and your knowledge behind it. I applied for a job at Computer Associates. They are a software acquisition company, meaning they started out with a few software applications that they created on their own, but started acquiring more that could integrate with their solution base. 
They were looking for a level two support technician that could be the liaison between the level one support techs, people who took the initial support calls, and a good communicator with developers when issues or bugs were found. After several long interviews, I got hired. When I started this job, I worked long hours. Most of the time was spent in the labs learning as much as possible about the applications I would be supporting and understanding the mindset of the developer that worked on the product. This was actually the first time in my life that I felt like I was doing work that mattered and it came so easily to me. Of course, it took me 10 years to get there, but I really felt I had the career of my dreams. After leaving Computer Associates in 2005, I quickly landed a job with BMC Software. The opportunity that I had at BMC was another stepping stone in my career. BMC is yet another software acquisition company. Their portfolio of products were nowhere near the amount that Computer Associates had. Okay, so I tell you all this history about my career because I wanted to share a deeper understanding of what it is that I actually do in my business. A 30-second elevator pitch doesn't always do me justice in a networking setting, and I typically have to explain a scenario to people that are intrigued to know what I really do for people. Most of the time, people just classify me as the IT girl that works on computers. Well, that is true to a degree. I do work on computers, but I'm not the one you call when your computer goes down or errors pop up on your screen. Today I want to talk about the differences in the world of technology so that you, my listener, will not only have a better understanding of who to contact when you need help, but realize that there are different skill sets for IT people. I'm sure you have heard the term handyman. What do you think of when you hear this term? Most people would correlate someone that does odd jobs around the home or office, right? Well, most handymen have a specialty or a uniqueness to what they can offer as services to their customers. A handyman might be really great at replacing siding on your house or doing the yearly draining of water heaters. However, you wouldn't put this handyman in the category of home builder or plumber, would you? No, because he is more of a maintenance facilitator for the household and not a specific industry worker bee. Well, IT or information technology has the same generality. Yes, I can be considered an IT person, but I don't support your computer hardware or any of the software applications you have installed on your machine. So how does that classify me as an IT person? Great question. Let me take a minute and define what I do. As an IT person, I have an overall knowledge of computers their operating systems, and the types of applications that are used. I consider the knowledge that I have is like a helicopter flying over a city. The pilot generally has a good sense of direction and they are able to see a general view of the area they are over. However, they cannot see the tiny details on the ground that are happening unless they are close enough to see meaning their scope of the view is more magnified when they are in close proximity. As a technology navigator or an IT consultant, I provide a service where I focus on the activity that a business is doing, 
meaning the business processes that they are using and advise them on how to use technology. Software applications or even computer hardware can be a part of this activity, but ultimately my services help business owners achieve their business goals through the use of technology. All right, now on to another type of IT person, the IT support person. An IT support person or an IT technician, sometimes referred to as desktop support. This is someone who you would contact when you were having issues with your computer, meaning the power isn't turning on or the battery in your laptop is not working. That's when you need an IT person that supports your computer hardware. They are trained on the ins and outs of the mechanics of how the computer works, as well as the operating system that is hosted on the machine. They typically get an a certification. The a certification means you are getting an IT technician that is better prepared to troubleshoot and problem solve a wider variety of issues, ranging from networking and operating systems to mobile devices and security. Now, this may or may not mean that they are certified on the operating system that is hosted on the machine. That is a separate certification. Microsoft has changed the structure of their certification exams since I was in school. I took a few Microsoft certification tests back when I first graduated from my technical school. One was the networking essentials, proves I understand the mechanics of the networking with Microsoft's OS. The other test I took was NT Workstation. This was the operating system that was used in the late 90s. Taking the certification test proved that I understood how the operating system worked and could do troubleshooting if need be. My certifications are way outdated and I don't plan on retaking any of the certification exams again. Hence the reason I don't support computers or their operating systems. However, if you're looking for an IT technician to help you with your Windows PC, I would certainly ask what the person is certified in and what that covers. There is no shame in asking that type of information. Just like you would ask a plumber or an electrician if they are licensed to work. Otherwise, the plumber and or electrician could do some serious damage to your house if they were not. IT technicians are not any different than a plumber or electrician. For Apple, you would either go to the Apple Store, contact Apple Care, or look for an IT technician that is certified on Macintosh, meaning they have taken the certification test that is based on Apple's operating system that is hosted on their hardware. Computer operating systems are forever changing, so the certification tests will be updated often. IT technicians are bound to retake the certification tests, often to prove that they understand all the changes and can accommodate for support on them. And the last IT person that I'm going to share with you today is an application support technician, sometimes referred to as customer support or customer care. They typically provide expertise and technical knowledge about an application or suite of applications answering questions and resolving issues with their software applications. Application support technicians should be with the vendor by which you purchase that application from. For example, you are having an issue with Microsoft Word, which is a Microsoft Office application, 
you would contact their support center or an application support technician would handle your issue. They are trained on specific applications and have a deep understanding of how it works and how to escalate to a developer if there is actually an issue that needs to be fixed. All right, I am sure there are a few more that I could cover, but you at least get the idea that you should be asking your IT person what it is that they specialize in. Not all IT people do all of the things. If they did, they would be considered a unicorn in my book. Let's do a quick recap on this topic, because I know I shared a lot, but I want to make sure you understand the different types of IT people so you can look for the right one that will solve your issues. First, an IT consultant like myself can help you review your business processes. That's the activity that you do in your business to ensure you are using the right technology to be efficient and effective in your business. We have an overall knowledge of computers, their operating systems, and all types of applications that are used, but we don't offer support of the computers or applications. Our services help business owners achieve their business goals through the use of technology. Next is the IT support or an IT technician. This is the person you want to go to when your computer hardware is not working properly. You should be looking for someone that is A plus certified so that you have proven or they have proven their ability to troubleshoot or repair issues on your machine. They may or may not have a certification for the operating system that is hosted on the machine. So if you need support on the operating system, you should be looking for the IT tech that is certified on that specific OS. The last IT person type that I talked about was the application support technician. This is the person that has a deep understanding of how their application works and provides escalations to their developers if there is an actual issue they, that needs to be fixed. They may be knowledgeable about operating systems, but are not required to be certified on them. Typically, if you are having an issue and it is an application based, you may have to work with the application support technician and an IT support person that is certified on the OS. Just like the analogy that I used earlier with the helicopter, IT people have a specialty or a unique thing that they are really good at. They typically won't know every aspect of computers, operating systems, and or applications. That's why you need to ensure you are asking questions when you are looking for a person to help you with your IT issue. Not all IT people are created equal. Now I want to hear from you. Do you feel more empowered today? Do you feel you know more about who and what to ask when you are looking for an IT support person? Leave your comment in the show notes. While you're there, become a subscriber to my email club. You'll get exclusive content, some special giveaways, and some personal updates that I don't share anywhere else. That's all for now. Until next week, thanks for listening.